Welcome to Sunday Worship at St. Matthew's Baptist Church, led by our senior pastor of over 34 years, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Our worship service is made up of three facets, information, invocation, and inspiration. Information consists of pertinent topics that Pastor Gordon would like to share with you to engage and edify. Invocation consists of prayer and preparation for worship. Inspiration consists of our praise to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and pastor's delivery of the word. There's nothing worth more that could ever come close. Nothing can compare your olive My heart becomes free And my shame is undone Your presence, Lord So Holy Spirit, you are welcome Come flood this place and Your presence feel this room right now. 
that your presence feeds my life for now. Oh, let your glory feel this room right now. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become, Let us become more aware of your presence. that you've given us to arrive here safely. We want to thank you for the families that we have. Lord, we want to thank you for watching over us. Lord, we cannot thank and praise you enough. Lord, we ask that you will intercede in this service this morning. We ask for a special blessing for our pastor this morning. Lord, we ask that you would continue to watch over each and every one of us, even those that are on their way here this morning. 
And we are asking, Lord, that there are people in the congregation that will say, what must I do to be saved this morning? And Lord, we pray that they will come up and say, thank you, Lord. I want to be saved. Here I am. Lord, all these prayers and petitions we ask in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. 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 God is a good God. Praise his name.
Did anybody come out to worship the Lord this morning? Come on, give God some praise this morning, y'all. Y'all can do that, amen? You know, sometimes God allows us to go through a season of things, a season of trials and tribulations just before he blesses us, amen? That's enough to give God praise. Just wait on him this morning, amen? Say amen. Praise the Lord. Is there anybody that has a testimony they would like to share this morning with us? Anybody have a testimony? Anybody have a praise report this morning? Is there one? Praise the Lord. So, you know, they said she wouldn't make it, and they said that she wouldn't make it through the weekend. They said she wouldn't make it through the week, then they said she wouldn't make it through the weekend. Well, thank God she's still here. And we just celebrated her 81st birthday on Friday, and I'm just giving God glory and sending up praise because he's so good. Hallelujah. Is there another? So easy. Hallelujah, St. Matthews. Just remember one thing, no matter what you might be going through during these times, and it's very difficult. All you need to do is know that God is an awesome God. Bring all your burdens and your cares and put them on the altar this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on, Jim. Lord. Yes, 
Jesus Christ. We've come this morning to lift up his name. He's worthy. Isn't he worthy? Jesus is worthy to be praised. He's King of Kings. He's Lord of Lords. He's the potentate of paradise. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. It's not about you or me, it's about him. Now unto him who's able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless. He's worthy. Jesus is worthy. Jesus is my rock. Jesus is my redeemer. Jesus, hallelujah, is my way maker, storm breaker. We praise him this morning. We thank him. For waking us up this morning. We thank Him for starting us on our way. We thank Him for the food on our table. The clothes on our back. We thank Him for our children and grandchildren. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him. Oh, give Unto the Lord. For He is good. And His mercy. Endure forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let's give him a hand clap. Let's praise him. Let's magnify him. Let's glorify him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. You're a mighty good God. You're gracious. You're long-suffering. 
You have not dealt with us according to our sins. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the good and the bad. Thank you for the ups and the downs. Thank you. You're worthy. Oh, Lamb of God. Praise your name. We'll now have scripture from Reverend Leroy McNair, followed by prayer. Reverend Tunstall Church, amen. amen. Remain standing for the scripture you can see prior to Our scripture today is from Psalms 130. Psalms 130, from 1 through 8. Psalms 130. When you find it, please say amen. amen. And it reads, Out of the depths have I cried unto thee, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let thine ears be attentive to the voice of my supplication. If thou, Lord, shouldest mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? But there is forgiveness with thee, that thou mayest be feared. I wait for the Lord. My soul does wait, and in his word do I hope. My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. I say more than they that watch for the morning. Let Israel hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is mercy. And with him is plenteous of redemption. And he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. May the Lord add a blessing to the doers and the hearing of his word. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we humbly bow before your throne of grace this morning. Grateful once again, Lord, for a brand new day, new mercies. Great is your faithfulness. And Father, as we rose this morning with our minds stayed on thee, as we entered the house of worship, God, we come, Lord, before your presence, confessing our sins, thought, word, motive, deed, and attitude. We, Lord, ask that you would forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for our salvation. We thank you, Lord God, for just another reasonable portion of life, health, and strength. God, we thank you that you look beyond our faults, minister to our needs. We thank you, Lord God, that you give us travel mercies up and down the highways and byways. And Father, we ask, Lord, that you would continue to keep your hand upon our lives, order our steps. And Lord God, we lift up pastor before you this morning. Pray, Lord, that you would continue to empower him, strengthen him, give him wisdom to preach and teach your word. God, we thank you, Lord, for his faithfulness to stand flat-footed in these last and evil days. God, let your rima word fall fertile on our hearts that we may be the people of God you call us to be in these last and evil days. Now, Lord, we ask that you would move by your spirit, draw the sinner that needs to be saved, have your way in this worship service, and we'll be careful to give you all the glory, all the honor and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen again. Thank you, Reverend McNair, Reverend Tunstall. Appreciate it. The Lord is good, isn't he? Now, this is a consolidated service, so we have to move uh, 
very gingerly uh, and uh, get get things uh, in place. So glad to see all of you. And uh, when I pulled up this morning, there were people in the parking lot said I didn't get the memo. I, I, I thought it was eight o'clock, sir. I said no. So, and I told the lady, "There's memos I don't get as well." So praise the Lord. We are good to go, and uh, we're going to uh, bless our Lord, and uh, we ask that all of you would be vaccinated, amen, and wear your masks, and we're going to be saying more about that. I want to hear from our choir. Church, amen. Amen.
the Lord. Oh, my soul and all that's within me, bless his holy name. We greet you in the name that is above every name. I want to thank you for your cooperation in the consolidation of these services. And once we fill out, we're going to go back to two services. Uh, we are watching the spacing, and we advise you, if you have not been vaccinated, definitely wear your mask. And the option is up. We pray that you would uh, be obedient. And uh, let's do this thing right. One service, nine o'clock. And uh, so all is well. God is good, and uh, He's a great God. And we're re- and we're rebuilding the ruins of our walls. We're rebuilding everything, every system. We run systems here. We're rebuilding every system, and uh, and I'm really uh, happy. The youth met Friday. Yeah, let's get the Lord a hand clap. Man, and, uh, they're going to meet every other week. No Awana, no prayer meeting. I'm, I may do some taping, but we have Zooms that will be in place, and we're going to progressively rebuild all the systems of this church. Communion will be served in October, October 17th. October 16th, I have a mandatory leadership meeting with everybody, all leaders. Saturday from 9 to 11, and uh, I'm going to lay out some objectives. And truly, God is, again, an awesome, awesome God. Uh, so we, we are just rejoicing in God, um, the Lord of our salvation. I do appreciate all of you, and I thank God for you. Uh, truly, the Lord is good. And uh, we're on a series on freedom, and next year, should the Lord spare life, we're going to move to faithfulness, uh, from freedom to faithfulness, and uh, we'll talk about that. And uh, so I am very um, uh, intrigued with what, where we're going, what we're doing, and uh, God is an awesome God. Now, we have some other announcements, and then after that, we'll take up our offering. Church, say amen. Good morning, St. Matthews. This is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Today's announcements are as follows. Friday Night Youth for grades 7 through 12 just kicked off and will meet on a bi-weekly basis. Join us for the next one on October 1st. Please be advised that face masks are required indoors. No van transportation will be available at this time. Please make sure your youth has a meal before attending youth night. Also, FYI, Children's Ministry for pre-K to 6th grade will meet bi-weekly via Zoom only. Our ministry Zoom sessions are back starting this coming Wednesday. We have class sessions for all of your needs, including Grief Share, Mighty Men, Women's Bible Study, Chosen and Millennials, and our Youth Core, which will take place on Wednesday. Wall Builders will occur on Thursdays, and Children's Ministry will occur bi-weekly on Fridays. For more details, please visit the Ministry Information Desk in the main lobby or contact the church at extension 2278. St. Matthews is hiring. Our Recreation Center is looking to hire a strong operations manager with a proven track record of growing business. 
our operations department is hiring an experienced administrative candidate with proven marketing skills. And in September, our business department is looking to hire an accounts payable specialist with a strong knowledge of accounting principles. Please send your resumes to smbcth1 at gmail.com. This concludes today's general announcements. Amen. Church, say amen. amen. Now it's offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver, hilarious giver, a willful giver. God will bless you and your family. Trust me. He loves the tither. Amen. amen. And as the ushers and deacons come, our choir will sing again. Church, say amen.
done for me. Amen. Church, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Let's stand for offertory. All things come of thee, O Lord. Say neighbor, love somebody today. Come on, choir.
great God. He's a glorious God. He's a majestic God. He's Messiah King. Jesus. Son of the living God. He's the author. He's the finisher. He's the alpha. He's the omega. He's the beginning. He's the ending. Bless his name. Our Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord God, for the ministry of music. Thank you for this beautiful, beautiful morning. And God, we commit everything to your hands, your care, keeping, and perfecting. We confess we can do nothing without you. We have fallen short of your glory. Move mightily among us. Rebuild us. We are in ruins. Help us, Lord God, to be the people of God you called us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. I'll be in thanking the Lord again from whom all blessings flow. And if you don't live another day, if God doesn't do anything else for you, he's done enough already. Can I get it? He has snatched us out of hell with smoke still in our garments. And the people that are most appreciative can still smell the smoke. I'll be in Psalm 32 today for me, Pastor Scripture. And... Um, Thankful to the Lord for these great ministers and deacons, leaders. David, and we want to look at this, says to us that when I kept silent, my bones waxed old. A concealed conflict. A concealed conflict. Camouflage fatigues are worn by military soldiers in order to blend in with their surroundings. They're covered, they're concealed, and uh, they cannot be detected by the human eye. They can see you, but you can't see them. And uh, in a similar way, all of us have camouflage clothing on. And I know we think we don't. We, we, uh, 
we tend to live lies. We tend to give people a false impression of who we are. This sermon will not allow you to blame others for your mess. There is a concealed conflict in us. Much like Adam and Eve who dressed themselves in false apparel of fig leaves after they sinned, Genesis 3. And the first thing they did was to hide. We keep hiding behind fig leaves. And they were hiding because they were fearful, fractured, they failed, and they thought that they had a false covering could help them. And, and, and I want you to understand what's going on in Genesis 3 because after Satan had deceived the woman and the, the man sinned willfully, God came looking for him. Jesus said, I've come, Luke 19.10, to seek and to that which was lost. God looks for us. Mm, my God. And, and, and as you begin to understand this matter of hiding, uh, we, we tend to hide behind obstacles. Strongholds for safety. We we tend to put on fronts. We tend to project strength when really we're weak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From the pulpit to the door. And 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 so as we look at this matter of concealed conflict. Most of our problems are because of us. Uh, Not your wife, not your husband, not your children, not the pastor, but us. We, uh, God allows us to go on this journey of life to learn lessons about him, then about ourselves, then about others. And this concealed... Lord have mercy, conflict. And I, I want to be totally honest with you. I, I, uh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get to my pain momentarily. That uh, I just don't have patience with people who are not purposeful, true purpose, purposeful, principle based. Passionate protocol. Um, I just priority. I just tend to look at things and have this 
agenda that helps me to move on from that individual. And uh, I got some concealed vulnerabilities that are now, after years and years, starting to come out and confront the person I am. My God. You know, I'll just say, you know, I don't, I don't need nobody. Well, that's a wounded person. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go, go. I'm going to be fine. I don't let people hold me hostage. That's a wounded person. And so as we matriculate through the sermon, there's three words I want you to keep in mind. It's going to be recurring over and over again, tracing where this stuff is coming from. And what tends to trigger these false assumptions that's within us? And then a need for transformation. We got we got we got to methodically deal with And 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 the fact of the matter is, I I remember and you know, thank God for my lovely wife. I remember when our kids were small, we got into this big argument, and she said, "When they get eighteen, I'm out of here." I said, "Why well, wait?" <laughs> well, there's no way under this sun that I could have made it without. Her. <laughs> With. At least give me a chance to tell you why. With, with, with three small kids, a mega church of millions of dollars that I was overseeing, preaching three services on Sunday, core, staff meetings, and graduate school at night. Taking them to school, picking them up, feeding them, doing homework. I probably would have got on the, call, call, on the phone and start crying. Come on back. But but see, in, in my mind, I had a need to say, I'm fine. I can make it. Can I get a witness? And some of you are that same way. We, 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 we are hiding behind a false disguise. We're not as strong as we think we are. Can I get a witness? And then some people just need to be strong. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that is, as we trace this stuff, does it go back to our parents or our upbringing? You know, I had a great childhood life, had a great teenage life, had a great young adult life. Where did it come from? Well, there was something in the past that I can trace as to where these attitudes came from. Could be rejection, abandonment, low self-esteem, whatever. But uh, I had something to prove. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Prove to myself, yeah, I'm going to make it. And, and, and child of God, one of the things that we, we need to understand is you analyze me and then analyze yourself, because this is about your concealed stuff as well. I, I can just sit in this pulpit and say there's people that sit as far in the back as they can be and never come up front. I saw one brother in the balcony. He was near the, the, the steps going up to the camera. I said, now that's, that's deep. That's a, 
It's deep. Psychologically, it's deep. That uh, child of God, when we, hallelujah, we never wave our hand, we never shout, we never dance, we never praise God outwardly, we, we have a need to just be quiet. And we think that's right. Um, mm, my God. I look at Psalm 32, which is a penitential psalm, along with 102, 130, 51, is where David came to his senses, recognized certain things, and started confessing to God all that he was not. Now, the reason we can't do that is because we keep looking at others. You've analyzed everybody else, but you analyze yourself. Can I get a witness? And and the fact of the matter is, is that as we look at this psalm, it begins with three critical words of trespasses, iniquities, and sins. David understood, like that camouflaged soldier, that he was hiding a man behind something so that he would not be discerned. Every attitude that we put out in your marriage, in ministry, in your life, every, every attitude you can trace somewhere, it's, it's going back somewhere. It was a learned behavior. This, this stuff just didn't blow out of the sky. Maybe, maybe it was your mother, maybe it was your father, maybe, maybe it was something that took place, maybe, 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 but you, you can start tracing your negativity back. Do I have a witness? Abuse, rape, whatever it is, whatever it was that's hindering you today, there's a tracing of that situation. And then you've got to understand what triggers your responses, your reactions. I was in a large department store and uh, the line was long, nothing was moving. And instead of me just being quiet and looking dumb like everybody else, (laughs) I came out and went up to the girl. I said, who's managing this place? Because I hate weak management. So who's managing this place? She said, we'll get right on it. I said, good. I don't have all day. So I said, Lord, why me? I don't like accepting mediocrity. I, I, I don't like accepting mismanagement. You know, I, I, I just have a need for things to flow. And, and, and my high expectations, sometimes my expectations are... <laughs> unfair I hold people up here yeah I hold myself up here in fact I hold myself way further than I hold you trust me there, there, there is a need as I trace what triggers me and God forbid threatening me giving me ultimatums getting up my face those triggers I'll get you in trouble. Where did all of this conflict, Leroy, come from? 
And Adam and Eve was ashamed. They were guilt-ridden. They had failed. They were broken. And they put on fig leaves to cover it all. What are you, What is your covering this morning? Even with our children. Love them. Counsel them, but love them. If they make mistakes, be honest with them. But yet love them. Love will cover a multitude of sins. Where were you at that age? I never asked my kids to make all A's because I never made all A's. I had all A's and one B. And I put two loops on the B because it was an E. But, but I don't want to hold my children hostage by something I didn't do. Oh, Lord. Here in Psalm 32, this penitential psalm, I just want to, for a few moments, allow you and I to pierce into the truth of this word. David deals first with the hiding of his conflict. It's hidden. It's conflict. You full of hell because you full of hell. Ain't nobody make you full of hell. You're just full of hell. And our job here at St. Matthew's is to preach the hell out of you. To give you that word so that word can help transform the troubles that we carry. Just, just transform, just transform, transform, transform the troubles that we carry. And, and, so, and so David deals with this hiding David implies in Psalm 32 that because of my trespasses and my sins and my iniquities, my rebellions, my resistances, my reluctance to listen to God, that uh, I'm hiding a lot of conflict. And some of us will never get better until we come to the realization there's conflict within me. Conflict within me. That's why David said in Psalm 51, another penitential psalm, created me a clean heart. Now, 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 you, you really don't understand that verse, the word create, bara in the Hebrew, means God, there's nothing in me that you can work with. You have to bring something from the outside in to heal me. This, this, this is not putting pan on the wall. This is knocking the whole house down. Lord, you, you got to bring something from the outside in. Mm. Created me a clean heart. Clean heart. Because the heart is wickedly deceitful above all things. And renew a right spirit within me. Let me, let me say this as we hasten. Much of our conflict is not our wives, our husbands, or our children. A lot of this stuff is in us. Doesn't matter who you marry, doesn't matter who you with, it ain't gonna work. It's not gonna work. Well, you know, if I if I just had another husband, you're gonna mess that up too. If I met the right wife, 
but the right wife had no need to meet you. We, we listen to me, child of God, we have concealed conflict. First of all, we're in denial. That's a dangerous place to be. Eh, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm all right. No, you're not. Crazy as a bed bug. And that's why I started counseling before marriage in this church. Gary does a great job. Leroy does a great job. Sherman does a great job. I, I created the counting. You cannot be saved in this church unless you're saved and you go through counseling. Why did you start that? Because folk can't see themselves. They can't see themselves. And they would rather hold on to a lie. Than to believe truth. Hmm. Denial, Lord have mercy. Defect, yeah. Delayed, defeat, defective, no disclosure. You just cannot see yourself. Lord have mercy. And every time, Leroy, I do this conflict search, I see things about me that makes me sick. It makes me sick. It makes me... It, ma- it makes me sick. I'm, I'm messed up. And God puts me on this journey of life so I can see him and then see myself. Because the more I see myself, the more grace I'm going to need for God to straighten it out. Do I have a witness? I know some of you are going through with your children. Just hold on. Just keep praying and believe in God. It's going to work out. You worked out. Can I get a witness? Uh, just, Just keep trusting in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding in all thy ways. Acknowledge him. Some of us can't stand. Fearful. Fear of what people might say. A need for applause, appreciation, and a pat on the back. So you become political. Speak out both sides of your mouth. Say what you mean to mean what you say. And do it in love. My mother used to say, I don't mean no harm. And when I heard that, here it comes. The fact of the matter is, David points to this concealed conflict that's on the inside. And listen to me, because some of you are already in denial. Everybody that has a flesh nature is concealing conflict. Romans 7 says, In my flesh dwell of no good thing. And he's talking to save food. Can I get a witness? Hang in there with me. That, that is, child of God, we have, when we trace it, it could be mommy or daddy or something they did or did not do that left you with a bad taste. 
in your mouth. Expose your experiences, exploitations, bad models. You came up under something that stuck in there with you, that broke your heart, that broke your will, that broke your mind, that broke your, listen, that broke your uh, desire to be like God. This, this is where transformation comes in. Transformation comes in, it, it, it approaches us on the heels of being in trouble. Psalm said, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? David deals with this concealed conflict. Conflict, 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 conflict. We are in conflict with ourselves. I'm not talking about you me. They got their own conflict. We're in conflict with ourselves. Hmm. And that is, child of God, you know, it may take us years to come to that point of view that I have stuff on the inside of me that if God doesn't deal with it, it's going to destroy me. Hidden habits, hindrances, history. I'm big on history. Everything has a his- historic context. Amen. And that's why when you go to professional counseling and you're paying $200 an hour, they just keep asking questions about your history. Because there's a link between your history and your hurts. Are, y- are y'all with me this morning? There's something in your history that's causing hurt. Lord, have mercy. Something in your history that's causing hurt. And you're passing it down to your children. You're passing it off to your mate. You're, you're blaming others, but you won't look on the inside. I can I can appreciate I can appreciate David. And David's son Solomon was out of the question. How did you have seven hundred wives? I can only deal with one, Doc. And three hundred concubines. And Solomon died serving another God. But he's saved. So when I get to heaven to see Solomon, I'm going to say, you, you, you rascal. <laughs> All of us are messed up. Every last one of us messed up, messed up, messed up. Thank you, Jesus. And the stuff is concealed. You will not bring it out. You will not believe that it's in you. You will make excuses all over the place. Sister Gordon and I are totally different. We think different. We reason different. We, we have relationships different. We, we, we are just totally different. I, you know. 
And, 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 and if you have a marriage or a loving relationship with your children, your husband, wife, the first thing you got to do is accept the person. You got to accept the way they are. They, God didn't want them to be like you. Did it ever, did it ever, did it ever click that you messed up? You got to accept. You got to love in spite of their mistakes. You got to be patient with everything from their life. And you got to start understanding, husbands, study your wives. First Peter 3. You got to study them. They're not like you. What moves them don't move you. Do I have a witness? Stop holding them to your concealed conflict where you think everything that you think is right. And I, and I can tell you now, you may not want to hear this, if Jesus pastored this church, some of y'all still complain. He's a good man, but he preached too long. He's always talking about sin and, yeah, and you know. You have a problem with Jesus. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, there is a concealed I love my children. They, you know, they have some of my ways that are not like me. And I praise God for them. They're going to make mistakes because I made mistakes. They're in the flesh nature. They're going to make wrong decisions. I made wrong decisions. Are y'all, are y'all with me? But we have a responsibility to love them in spite of themselves. You got to love them. They got to know you love them, especially when they're vulnerable gotta love them. Baby, listen, I don't agree with what you're doing, where you are, but I love you dearly. And I'm praying for you. They need that support. Amen. And what's wrong with the church today is you got, you, you got these false uh, self-deceived people come up here once a week and give impressions that are not real. We struggle. I struggle with sin. Yeah. I'm not just talking about present day sin. I'm still struggling with previous sin. Are y'all with me? Struggling. With being satisfied. Struggling. And, 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 and so God, through David, now listen to this now, because I want you to hear this, gave David a sense of his concealed sin. Concealed conflict. The conflict that's in you has been working in you all your life. You just change places and persons. That stuff is up in you. And if you don't come to the realization 
that God has to come in and rearrange the furniture. The house is going down. My God. Mm. I, I, I was at the airport some time ago and I had all these bags on the conveyor belt and I, I, this, this young brother had a cart. And I went up to him and I said, uh, and he, he got his cart and he on the phone. <laughs> and I said, hey brother, get off the phone and come help me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He put the phone up. And then he got all my bags, put them on the car, you know, and I gave him a track, talked to him. And, but I, I, I just said, I, I, somebody needs to open this boy's eyes. You know, and, you know, going, going through a store, here's a girl on her phone, and she holding the line up. Get the child, get the child. I, I, I wouldn't say, get out the way. <laughs> you know, just... And and so the David talked about this internal conflict. You got to see, trace it, what triggers you, and your need for transformation. Well, I'm not as loving as I ought to be. Well, that's that's conflict. We we need to deal with that. I don't like interfacing with a lot of people. I like, once the word is over, going out the door. I want to be in the ministry, but I just can't make it all the time. I can't be faithful to God all the time. I, I, I got stuff going on. What did the pastor say? Some of us don't pay any attention. If I said, if you want to go to hell, stand. Some of y'all will stand. <laughs> that, that is, that is, he deals with this concealed conflict. But secondly, he deals with God's power of confession as a correct device see see the word confession don't mean just to open your mouth the word confession means to agree with God Lord have on every instance I agree with the word of God I agree with the wisdom of God I, I agree with the rebuke of God I, it's it's just to agree with God David said we're not kept solid my bones waxed old. And, and, and confession is a form of humility. Everybody can't confess. Yeah. I love people that will come up and say, Pastor, I blew this, uh, but I'll straighten it out. I, they are immediately forgiven. Thank God for you. Because I know you have recognized your ruin. Yeah. The fact, the fact of the matter is, is that in and, 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 and rebuilding these systems, we're going back to the Bible. What does the Bible say? We are a Bible-centric church versus division. We, we're not here as a social club. 
Reaching, teaching, and discipling. Our our job is to introduce people to the Lord Jesus Christ and inform them that he's able to save your soul and then disciple them. That's our vision. We're not here for any other reason. It's not a club, it's a calling. And people in the club are not committed. That, that, the, the fact, the fact, the fact of the matter is, David deals with this matter, listen to me, he understands that there is concealed, hidden conflict in him. But he also is tuned in to the prophet of confession. When he confesses to God, it's because he has been broken. Oh, by the way, historically, and you don't know this, most of the Psalms, and he wrote the most, most of the Psalms that David wrote, in fact, all of the Psalms that David wrote was written after his fall of Bathsheba. Meaning, God had to break him in order to use him. I will bless the Lord, Psalm 34. At all times, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack, Psalm 23. The Lord is my light and my salvation, Psalm 27. Hey, the, the more David preached, the more he could go back and see particles. All the historic stuff that David did throughout the Psalms was because he had a historicity of his hurts. Lord have mercy. Hmm. He confessed not only his sins and his inability to change himself, but he openly agreed with God. God, you're right and I'm wrong. God, you're strong and I'm weak. God, there's nothing I can do without you. God, I'm not a sixter. I need a savior. I got to keep, I got to stop making excuses. And I must lean on the excellency of your power. It's me, it's, uh uh-oh, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's me. It's me. Hmm. That that is that is that is. Uh, I've been interfacing with other pastors and whatnot. Their churches are still not open. There are ministries that are broken. Doors boarded up. Churches that have fizzled out. Dawson called me last week. He said, man, this stuff is contagious. It's crazy. I said, God allowed the pandemic to test the authenticity of our so-called commitments. He shook the vine and a whole lot of folk fell off. Do I have a witness? Hang in there with pastor. When the going gets tough, the tough gets going. Do you know trouble has been more 
of an attribute in your life and my life than anything else. Trouble wakes us up. Trouble puts us on a street called straight. Trouble teaches us how to worship him. Trouble teaches us how to trust him. And stop making excuses. Excuses are the tools of the incompetent. Lord have mercy. I, I, used to, I used to tell Sister G, jokingly, I said, I said, yeah, them sororities and them fraternities are just people that have a need to be accepted. She just look at me. Thank God for the Deltas and the AKAs. You guys are strong, strategic, and beautiful people. And I love you. I went out to Arizona State when Ray was pledging, or whatever you call it, walking the line, or whatever you call it. And uh, this boy that was online started cussing. His grandmother was sitting right next to me. And he's trying to be funny, and everybody laughing, and you know. And, uh, and after the ceremony, I went up to the boss. What's wrong with you, man? He said, oh, I ain't mean no harm. I said, well, tell your grandmother that. You know what I mean? And, and, and so the, the whole thing is that, amen, I was wrong. I was wrong. There are some great people in fraternities and sororities. They pay their dues. They don't all tithe, but they pay their dues. But thank, thank God for them. Oh, I'm going to preach. In the name of Jesus. I'm getting better though, because across the street 30 years ago, I said they was going to hell. But they're they not. They're not. They saved. And thank God for them. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Conflict! That's so deep inside of us, we cannot discern it. Some of us got the conflict to judge others, to, to counsel others, to, to talk about others. You, you can't see yourself, but you can see everybody else. Yeah. David talked about this confession. I, I love it. Lord, teach me how to openly confess that I'm wrong and you're right. Te te teach me how to say the same thing you are saying. Amen. Teach me how not to look down on others. But to look into my true mirror. My mirror is broken. I'm broken. Do I have a witness? I went to Delilah. And you know, Delilah had five restaurants. I went up to her one day. I said, I said Delilah, you're awesome, but I can cook better than you. So she said, I passed the, we, you know, sometime we're going to have to have some, a contest. I said, you're going to lose. And then one second Sunday, she fixed something. And I, I, I went in the kitchen. I said, I lied. <laughs> you, you are awesome, awesome cook. Lord, have mercy. Mm. The need to be accepted conflict the need to be right conflict the need to be noticed conflict the need to have control over everything conflict huh. oh lord peace 
God did to Peter. Peter, listen, listen. Peter, Peter, Peter had it. Peter had it. Peter had it. They they on the boat four o'clock in the morning. Peter said, "Lord, permit me to come." He stepped out in the middle of the ocean, walking on water, and then he took his eyes off Jesus, stopped sinking. He said, "Save me, Jesus, save me." Why did you? Now none of the other disciples said anything. Peter had a need. Yeah, Pete, Peter, and we got some Peters in the congregation. Peter, Lord have mercy, had a problem with Jesus fellowshipping with prostitutes. Peter, mm. Jesus got him on that shore in John 21 and he said, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, he fixed him some fish on, 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 on the beach and then he said, uh, uh, Peter, lovest thou me more than these? Peter said, you... Peter said, you know I love you. And, and, and you got to get into the Greek. Do you agape me? No, I phileo you. As Sandy was saying, do you agape me? No, I phileo you. Okay, do you phileo me? Yeah, I phileo you. Peter had a problem with the love of God. So what happened in the book of Acts chapter 10? I'm glad you asked. Cornelius was looking for Peter. And Peter was on a rooftop. And fell into a trance and had a dream that a sheet was lowered and he was eating all these unclean animals. And Peter said, I, I've never eaten anything common unclean. And Jesus said, what I cleanse don't you call unclean. He was dealing with Gentiles. Are y'all with me? Peter couldn't see himself. John 13, when Jesus was washing feet, Peter said, you ain't washing my feet. And Jesus said, if I don't wash your feet, you have no part with me. Jesus said, well, give me a bath. Peter said, give me a bath. He said, you don't need a bath. You've been bathed. Your feet gets dirty as you walk every day in sandals. Ah. See, see, the problem is we don't see what God sees. We don't say what God says. We don't evaluate the God the way God evaluates. And I, you know, I caution you: don't get married if you still have a need to be in other circles. Uh oh, I'm messing up now. God didn't tell you to stay with your family. A man and a woman, a man leaves his father and mother, cleaves to his wife. You can't have your family before your husband or wife. You can't do that. And if you got a blended family, you really need counseling. You really need counseling. Before you start saying these niggas are crazy. And they ain't mine. Somebody need to preach it. You need understanding and you need counsel. Do you take this woman, this wife, forsaking all others? It's in the vows. I, I, I do. I had one guy years ago come up here. I quote the vows. He said, I'll try. <laughs> I said, no, brother, I ain't going to get it. You got to say, I do.
And then I had members coming to me, why we got to quote them vows? I want to write my own. Well, you can write all you want. If they don't reflect what the Bible's saying, you ain't getting married up in here. Defraud not one another. Don't get so bitter that you borrow somebody from the bedroom. It's getting quiet up in here again. I didn't have to marry you. I could have had anybody I wanted. Here we go. That sounds like conflict, don't it? Then you marry somebody and say, I ain't coming to church. What kind of mess is that? Hmm. Mm. Had a member come to me years, about 15 years ago and say, me and my wife got into an argument and your name came up. I said, how my name come up? <laughs> well, pastor said, and, 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 the, and the mate said, the H would pastor. I said, why you bring me in the center? I've got my own stuff. <laughs> I'm thinking once you mention my name, it's going to solve something. No, it's going to create something. So, so David, David, confess. I confessed my sins. I exposed my conflict and my bones started coming back together again. There was a resurgence of rejoicing. But my final point is God's help. of counsel that would bring calm. Once you and I confess, once we repent, once we say we're sorry, once we deal with our individual internal conflict, then God says, I got your back. I got you now. I got you now. I, I got you now. I, I, I got you. I got you now. I will instruct you and I will teach you in the way that you shall go and I will guide you with my eye. Child of God, when you deal with this internal conflict, when you deal with confession, God says, whatever it is, I got it. It's mine now. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to work it out. I'm going to work through it. I'm going to work in spite of it. I got it now. Amen. I'm going to bless you. But don't be like the mule or the horse that needs a bridle in their mouths to direct their paths. Oh, God. I, w- I want to say this, that, that when I look at this song, this penitential song of David, this is why David had God's own heart. Ah, he had a recognition of his ruin. Mm. He, he had a rejoicing, yeah, 
over all the things that had happened in his life. And he had a repair kit from God. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord wants to heal us. The word heal is therapeutic. He wants to put us in a therapy where we are changed, transformed, come out victorious. Lord, have mercy. What a song. What what a song. My concealed conflict. Trace it, trace it, trace it. Where is this stuff going back to? Huh. Where where is this stuff going back to? Now I got cable at home, but I also have I had dish, but now I got direct TV now. So my wife comes to me and says, why are we paying this bill every month for direct TV when we got cable? It's just a waste of money. I said, because when cable goes out, I can still look at TV. I can still pull up my games and everything. She said, well, but you're not using it. I said, it's a fallback. In case something happens and my power has gone out and I pull up my direct TV and don't miss a beat, man, I'm fine. I ain't spending money on pornography. I'm, I'm spending it on programming. And, 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 and you know, our last vacation, tra- traveling is no more fun. Uh, you know, we travel... And we kept having to go through customs and she had to pull up her phone and show all these codes of blood tests and all that. So she's much more proficient with the phone than I am. So she said, you know what, Uh, we got to do this. I said, I got my card in my pocket. They ain't accepting that. I don't care what they accept. I ain't fooling with this. So now you got to be a technician to travel. Are are y'all with me? (laughs) <laughs> ah, I dropped my phone the other night in uh, all water and suds in the sink. It went to the bottom. I poured it out and dried it off. It still worked. I said, eat your heart out, Apple. <laughs> eat your heart out. David closes this psalm, and I, and, and I want you to hear this. My conflict, my confession, and, and, and I want you to see the prayer and the protection that David moves to as we close. I love it. David was awesome. He, he deals with his prayer. Praying to the... Uh, Praying to be found, amen, as God heals me, I'm praying that God would disclose to me all that I need. And and, and then he moves to the protection. In a flood of great waters, they still shall not 
come near me. God has promised. They won't come near you. 10,000 will fall to your right hand, but they won't come near you. Do I have a witness? Then it's praise. You are my hiding place. Oh Lord, you need to hear what David is saying. God, I don't need my own hiding place. You are my hiding place. It's right there in Psalm 32. You are my hiding place. Uh, you shall preserve me from trouble. Huh? But then it's peace. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Thou will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Penitential. Pentinence. Sorrow for your sin. Seeing yourself as God sees you. Not hiding in the bush with fatigues that blend in, but coming out. Listen to pastor, and I preached this before. The word intimacy in the Greek has nothing to do with huffing, puffing, and blowing, kissing. That ain't intimacy to God. Intimacy to God is full disclosure. When you're able to disclose yourself to him, when you're able to disclose yourself with others, and when you're able to disclose yourself with yourself. That's when you'll tell your children, baby, I know I've been a little hard, I'm wrong, but I'm a little fearful of some of the things you're involved in. That's disclosure. I'm weak, but thou art strong. That's disclosure. Lord, I have not, amen, followed all of your precepts. That's disclosure. And going on 35 years of marriage, I try to be, have disclosure with my wife. Now, disclosure doesn't mean just letting the curtain down and everything out. It doesn't just mean that it means... You and I are different and I accept the person you are. I am disclosed with my history, my hurts, my habits, my hindrances. I'm, I need disclosure. I need full disclosure. And some of us are afraid to disclose ourselves. We're so afraid we're going to be rejected. I dare you to go home week after the football game's over. I don't, I don't want another argument breaking out. Go, go home. Sit down and hold your mate's hand and say, you know what, I want to fully disclose something to you. Some of my expectations were off base. Some of my criticisms of you were not Accurate. I'm disclosing that I was wrong and in some things you were right. Well, let me close. They're leaving already. <laughs> Humble yourselves under the mighty 1028 hand of God. 
How many of you know you got concealed conflict? Put your hand in there. Come on now. How many of you have gone before the Lord and confessed all of your conflict? Come on now. A lot of hands went up on the first one. Few went up on the second one. How many of you know that God can give you a counsel that leads to calm? I will instruct you. I will lead you in the way you should go. I'll guide you with my eye. And when God is guiding you with his eye, watch out. Help's on the way. Demons got to move. Enemies got to move. When God is guiding you, doors will open. Blessings will come. Praise will be on your lips. When God is guiding you, you have the victory. In spite of your venom. I will. That's a promise from the good hands, people. I will teach you. I will lead you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Had a dearly beloved member, year, been here years. My phone rang, and, and I, I said, I don't know who this is, and I called back. She said, Pastor Gordon, I didn't mean to doubt you, but since I got you on the phone, listen what she said. I love you. I'm with you. I'm having a house built in Florida, but I'm still a member of St. Matthews. I will make sure I support this many. And I said to myself, Lord, have mercy. This came out of the clear blue sky. Do I have a witness? Let God guide you. Let God direct you. Stop fighting for yourself. Stop defending yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Stop being a hindrance to yourself. Stop hiding in the bush. Take off the camouflage. Come to the open. Come to the out and say, I belong to Jesus. And he will lead me, guide me. Indirect me. Trace your conflict. Know what triggers you. And we all have a need for transformation. We are perverted. We're messed up. We're hooked up. We're cooked up. We're bound. And we can smile through all of that. And give others the impression that we are fine. We are fractured. We're feeble-minded. We fail. We're in fig leaves. But I love what God said to Adam and Eve. Where are you, Adam? He came looking for them in the evening. To restore them. Let's stay on our feet this morning.
As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Jesus died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. I want you to read Psalm 32 when you go home. Read Psalm 102, 130. All that goes together. Listen, penitential psalms. If you want to be saved, born again, blood washed, blood bought, Jesus died for your sins, was buried, and rose again, just raise your hand. We'll lead you to Christ. Is there one? Or perhaps you want to join the church or your Christian experience. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Lord God, we have a concealed, and it's concealed, conflict going on. And we keep blaming others. We keep pressure off of ourselves by believing that we're all right and it's others that are not. Crush our hearts. Give us a sense of your righteousness, your reasoning. Give us a correct assessment for relationships that we can love others beyond and in spite of what they portray to us. And God, this week, help us to tell all of our loved ones, help us to disclose and tell them that we love them in spite of. We appreciate them and we want to build a life with them. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's on the inside. God bless you. We love you. Have a great day. Jesus is Lord. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment form.
One more time, say, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. 